Hello guys, this is Ashin Prasad. Uh, Lavanya is not here today, so I'm gonna do my best impression of Lavanya. This is the full-time show and uh, this is the daily Indian Super League podcast where we review each single match every day. So today we have the match between Hyderabad FC and FC Goa. FC Goa came out with a 1-0 win. With this win now, FC Goa goes uh, third on the table. Third, welcome back. Hi. Uh, so you were blocking the match. What went wrong uh, for Hyderabad and what went right for FC Goa? So until the goal arrived, both teams were quite wasteful. They had chances in the box. Even in the two minutes into the match, uh, Rafael, the Hyderabad central defender, he got a free header in the box from Marcelino's corner and he should have converted it. He was four yards out and uh, if he had got a better contact, the ball would have ended up in the back of the net. So that was a big chance early in the half. And from there on, uh, Goa started to exert control over, over proceedings. But uh, the goal didn't arrive until the 68th minute with uh, substitute Manbir Singh scoring from a corner. So I think it was a game of uh, both boxes where both teams had chances to score and it was on the night Manbir Singh's uh, intervention that got the three points for Goa. Yeah, and Manbir, he came on as a substitute and there was an interesting stat which I saw where he had three shots in this, in this game uh, when he came on since he came on in the 62nd minute and he only had three passes. So ultimately, like, you know, the shot at goal, uh, like just coming up, coming out as a striker, that's what he's uh, there to do. And play, playing in a uh, expansive uh, attacking football team, he got the goal which got FC Goa the win. Yeah, I think he made the impact that Sergio Lobera wanted of him. Yeah, and uh, considering Ferran Colominas is still, still missing. missing. Yeah. So, it was good. I mean, uh, Goa would have been uh, would have been disappointed if they had not won that match because Yugo Bomu alone had some 4-5 shots from distance and from inside the box that he either shot straight at goal or missed from close range. So, I think uh, Goa would have been disappointed if they had not uh, won this match. Uh, what did you say? That they would have been uh, disappointed, disappointed if they had not won the match. Um, which, which is rightly said. And Hyderabad actually could have pulled off a shocker here. They were playing on the break. And Marcelino was a constant threat. Either uh, having uh, the killer pass, which his teammates ended up missing. And also, he had a couple of chances at goal as well. Like There was one instance where he took a shot from the narrow angle. And uh, Mohamed Nawaz, the keeper, had to pull off a brilliant save. And even then, it just like narrowly missed the far post, right? Yeah, so Marcelino was the biggest threat for Hyderabad. I mean, whether it was from a set play or open play, it was Marcelino who was, who was the influential player for Hyderabad. Other than him, Hyderabad didn't really look like, uh, I mean, they didn't have much of a threat. So, I think they are starting to look like they are over-reliant on uh, Marcelino, whether it's from open play or, you know, with converting these uh, set-piece situations. Because they have scored five goals this season and two of them have been from Marcelino. Mm. And here you got to remember Marco Stankovic went off with an injury yeah, early in the match. In the early, early, in the early moment. So, I think that made a difference as well because uh, they, it was one of their main attacking players gone and... Uh, I don't think they had enough punch up front, yeah. despite the chances created. And just before uh, he went off injured, he had the first shot goal. 
where hyderabad looked like yeah. they were threatening to score yeah so as i said hyderabad they dominated the first 10 minutes of the match and before uh, goa started uh, you know yeah exerting control do you think like hyderabad uh, in the last two home games they just conceded once and uh, they even pulled off a draw against bangalore fc uh there are few more home games to come is there something which they can take out of this again the performances uh, you, you see them you see them playing well for in patches in patches for short passages in play and then uh, they are not able to take advantage of those even if you saw the chennai in game here they equalized soon after uh, the first goal went in and uh, you you would have thought they would have held on for a point which would not have been bad for from their perspective but again they conceded for, through walskis and uh, that was a defeat and even today that that goal should have been should not have been conceded because adil khan was there and Manveer was right behind him so if he had won that corner the aerial ball it wouldn't have been a goal so they are making these mistakes that are proving to be their undoing and um, even uh, they had a ch- chance to sal- salvage it like just as they had done against bengaluru uh, adil right again from a free kick of marcelino uh, at the far post very narrowly like he mr header that could have turned out different yeah. and uh, what did i want to go A word on Brandon Fernandez. He is proving to be the assist king in Indian football now. Uh, three assists in the with the national team, and even in uh, the ISL, he has racked up a few assists. His set piece deliveries are something which teams really need to uh, find a way around. It's not that like they can do much about the free kicks, but uh, I mean, he's uh, he's incisive with his yeah. deliveries and. Uh, more often than not is uh, corners or free kicks find a player in the goa shirt which yeah. which is not always the case with other teams so i think he is yeah. influential like marcelino is for hyderabad in terms of set plays but even today there were instances when he was a constant threat on the left flank uh, linking up with mandar rao desai and fc goa were particularly dangerous from that side of the yeah. pitch where ashish rai was unable to you know keep a lid on the yeah. game and what, like what i was getting at was the fact that you know in an very attacking goa side like having a uh, someone like brandon to pull off uh, the set piece deliveries makes them even more dangerous yeah and uh, moving on so there was one, another thing which i want wanted to discuss was the lineup uh fc goa went with uh, lendungal up forward before manveer uh, was replaced and another uh, interesting change was uh bumo and jahu had uh, come in uh, after their suspensions and also uh motala fall was uh, replaced by uh, chenglen sena in defense yeah. so you were before the, right before the pod you were talking about the indiscipline in fc goa which continues to be the case um they have had three or four suspensions in the last four matches and even today bumu who had just like come back from suspension and even lendung was it like he had a they both received yellow cards for uh, dissent yeah so fc goa have got a total of 15 yellow cards in seven matches so far but today what was uh, surprising was they hadn't learned from their uh, mistakes uh, that uh, you know yielded suspensions for bumu and jahu who returned uh, tonight so Yugo Bomo was uh, allocated for dissent. Just repeat the last part. So, who returned from suspensions? Uh, 
So Yugubomo and uh, Amadzawu returned from suspensions and it was surprising that uh, they hadn't learned from their uh, you know transgressions that led to their suspensions. So today uh, Bomo and Chinglen Sana Singh were uh, yellow carded for dissent and there were a total of four yellow cards for uh, Goa. And as we have touched on many times uh, mm-hmm. for a side like Goa who are so you know uh, fluent with their attacking play they don't need their influential players like Bomo mm. being sitting out and uh, watching from the sideline so today that was surprising that they hadn't addressed that that aspect of their uh, game yeah. and uh, you don't want these yellow cards to be you know costing you matches later in the season yeah. and considering it's a very tight league so tight far league, yeah. with all the top teams performing well yeah. um, and another thing that you can look at is uh, FC Goa last season they were averaging 2.3 goals a game this season i don't think they have been as fluent with their uh, goal scoring exploits yeah. maybe it's to do with coromina's absence yes possible maybe they are not taking the chances that they are creating but uh, that is a major difference from last season okay and now hyderabad uh, bottom of the table with just four points uh, they are continuing to just like you know pull away from the top half of the table they now uh, travel next to odisha which will uh, be a match in pune again which is on the Wednesday and uh, FC Goa has a big game next up uh, at the weekend on the 14th against ATK who are currently the top of the table and uh, so that's all we have on the review of this pod uh, for tomorrow's pod um, this pod for the next match it will be Jamshedpur taking on Chennai FC at home at 7.30 pm kickoff uh, Chennai has a lot to play for with the new manager coming in in Owen Coyle a lot of players will be wanting to uh, prove what they can do for the new coach and Jamshedpur again like they will want to uh, continue the momentum they have with the kind of start they have had and they, they are undefeated at home so far this season so that should be a, another interesting game to look forward to you want to add something to it? so it's a rearranged fixture basically yeah that uh, John Gregory had complained about yeah. where there were uh, there was 10 days uh, gap in between Chennai's previous fixture and this one uh, so again, uh, Chennai probably would like to get to after a winning start. We like to see the style of play under Owen Coyle, given that he has had about a week to you know get his players into. Not even a week, like he just came in two days back, and yeah, I think he has had about four, five, four, five days. Of, just, just a couple of days. Just a couple of days to get his players to play in the way he wants yeah. them to. So I think uh, that aspect of it will be interesting, but. Jamshedpur are doing well again under uh, Antonio Iriando and uh, it will be interesting to see how they cope in the absence of Sergio Castell if he doesn't uh, return from injury. Farouk I think will be an important player as well. That's an yeah. interesting match. Yeah. So that's about it. So uh, another, any other parting word on SLA's Manchester derby? <laughs> I think United played well and deserved to win. That's a subtle way, way of saying like you know. Exact opposite of what Guardiola I mean, had said. It also it also tells you how Manchester City season is progressing. Yeah. Where uh, they are finding ways to lose. Okay. So let's not go deep into what exactly happened. That could be another pod for uh, looking into the English Premier League. So that's it, guys. Hope you enjoy the pod. We'll be back again soon. Bye bye. That's all we have for you in this episode of the Full Time Show. Did you think I missed the episode? 
Well, yes, I did. But I haven't missed telling you guys to subscribe to the full time show so that you do not miss a single episode of our reviews of the game in the Indian Super League. The next game, as Ashan and Sohit have already told you, um, we'll see Jamshedpur FC hosting Chennai FC. And this is an important game considering it will be Owen Coyle's debut game here in the ISL. So, we are as ready to see this game as you are. But do make sure you join us for the review of that game in our next episode. For now, all you need to do is subscribe and keep following this podcast to keep up with the Indian Super League. Until our next game and our next review, it's goodbye and good night from all of us here at Sportstar.